Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I am a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform how you do business and life. My mindset is you are more than capable with support and guidance to achieve anything that you want to achieve. I am trying to break into our typical coaching space with unconventional yet practical tips and I'm hoping that you're going to gain some really insightful things in 30 minutes or less. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we can kill fear. For a lot of us, we know we need to be doing things that we know we want to achieve things, but we just feel as if something is keeping us blocked and most often than not, it's fear. So if you want to get away from that and just seek more confidence, Okay, and we're back. I'm so glad that you are investing your time with me. You are definitely a model for success. The fact that you are committing to your growth and your personal development. If this is your very first time listening, I just want to welcome you. Make sure that you hit the subscribe or follow button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, I am giving you an electronic high five and maybe a little dance. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I couldn't be here without you and your support. And obviously, your input. Be sure to share this podcast with someone else that you know could also get a lot of value from our conversation together. I definitely have learned so much through some of the comments that I've been getting and I just know that as we continue to grow and just expand this community, we could be able to just really hit home on topics that other people want to hear but just don't know how to ask it. So I just really appreciate that. If you would like to learn more about me, make sure you visit me on my website, denisehealy.com, reach articles and be able to get in contact with me and view some of my resources that I know could be able to help you. Okay, let's talk about this whole idea of fear. As you may have recalled in the prior episode, I and where we talked about growth. And we, as is a recap, we talked about the reasons why people don't grow. It's not because of lack of resources or information. Lord knows it's all over the place. It's an issue of unrealistic expectation, the game plan, or lack thereof, lack of a game plan, and lastly, fear. And I said, and I kind of hinted and alluded to that I was going to dive in much deeper. And this is this episode where we're going to really unpack and uncover what is at this whole business of fear. And as you may recall from our prior episode, our conversation, we were talking about how our brains are wired to keep us trapped in familiar circumstances. It's an issue of safety. It's an issue of not utilizing too much resources, too much brain power. Because when we're having ourselves to think and strategize and brainstorm something that's new and undeveloped and raw, it it scares our brain because it's like, oh no, I don't know if we should be devoting all these resources to our to these things that we don't even know the outcome. Let's just stay safe and sound and things that isn't working but is familiar 
right? How many times have we heard stories of people who are saying, I stayed in toxic relationships for years or, or bad bosses or we did bus- we were in businesses that we knew that we were it was just not working for us it just it felt as if we were trying to s- wear a size 12 on a size 2 body i'm just just giving an example or it it just it just looked awkward and frumpy and uncomfortable right and i think for a lot of us the reasons why we say we stayed was because ultimately of that fear and I want to let you know that it's completely normal. It's completely natural. It's completely expectant of us as human beings to stick and stay into things. And and another reason why we, we stay stuck is because of this whole issue of judgment. Judgment about our own ideas or expectations. Like here's the thing. When we think about our friends, just think about... There's a lot, there's reasons that we're common, we have commonalities and we think the same way. We're interested in the kind of same things. Now, obviously not all the things, but we have common ties that bring us together. And if somebody is kind of branching out and doing something that's untested and new, and then we tell someone what we're doing, it might make other people feel uncomfortable with us. And we may not be able to relate because all the things that brought us closer and connected are not necessarily the same. So this whole idea of fear, it encompasses so many different areas from the way we have evolved uh, uh, with our brains and how we interact with our environment about societal pressures from within our even close-knit circles and our groups and society as, as large. I have been hearing a lot of people within this space of body positivity and then and now and walking that fine line between where we accept ourselves as human beings in terms of our size and not fat shaming or thin shaming or just being welcome versus being aware of health issues that may go about if we are at certain weights that may make us susceptible to disease so there's all these kind of conversations are coming out where we are afraid about what should we say? Should we talk about our politics? Should we talk about activism? If we're not active enough, are we going to be criticized? Like there's so many elements. And I think the whole goes to this whole issue of safety and security. I was having a conversation earlier today when I was explaining that there can be no vulnerability if there's no safety. But what if everyone's afraid of being rejected? What if everyone's afraid of not measuring up then we automatically fall into trends that is po- that are popular that are suited for everybody but is not working well for us and i see this a lot in the entrepreneurial spaces where everyone feels as if they need to be super vulnerable and share every little nook and cranny of their life right down to sharing intimate photos of them uh some type in some cases showing sharing like some somewhat nudes of themselves i remember like a, a, a entrepreneur that i know that gave birth to a baby and she was more or less showing it, it was not sexual that, that nature it was just just flat out just you know her nursing her baby and sometimes her nipples exposed and some and then other a very vulnerable intimate uh, activities that she felt 
comfortable. She wanted to share nothing wrong with that. That's her vibe. That's her, that's her aura of being intimate and sharing. But for someone, you know, like me, I wouldn't dare do it. And it's not because I nurse, I nursed my baby as well, but I didn't feel as if that's the way that I can connect and share with my people, my audience. And, but what we see is people being inauthentic to themselves and doing things that compromise who they are and what matters most to them. That's really what the whole point of this whole fear conversation is that in this desperate attempt for us to be relevant and cool and get those eyeballs, we find ourselves doing things that compromise who we are. And it's because we're operating this mindset of fear. We're operating this mindset of, of we we want people to like us. We don't want to disappoint. And we want to fit in. And we are saying the things that we don't mean or not saying the things that need to be said. And it creates this whirlwind of confusion first within ourselves and then within our community because we are jumping onto movements and issues and things that if we had to be totally honest with ourselves has been blown up to be absolutely non-necessary i think one of the things that i think about popular that's kind of going on in pop culture was when will smith uh, uh got up on stage when he was supposed to um Receive later the uh, award for his appearance as uh, this Serena Venus Williams uh, dad in that movie King Richard, and he slapped Chris Rock. And I'm not trying to get into this whole issue of whether or not it was right that he slapped him or it was was wrong with Chris Rock making a joke about his wife, about his meaning Will Smith's wife Jada. I'm not getting into this pop culture business about who was right, who was wrong, what what was done. What I'm talking about was that need for all of us to pause and talk about things that were clearly a lot of dynamics between Will and his wife and Chris Rock and other people that were really not our issue, but it distracted us for not, from from what was really important. And it was like, how can we, unpack and distill this information where everyone can grow and learn and share and it's not more or less a who's right who's wrong conversation and for a lot of us we're so fearful of the reactions we're so fearful of how people are going to react to us that it blocks us from understanding what we could have learned from the situation and I see this also in our businesses. I see it where we take on clients where we know, honestly, they're not a good fit for us. We don't have really the support to handle them. But because we're operating over the fear of scarcity, that we're not going to find any business, we're not going to be able to do what we want to do unless we just accumulate this money until so we compromise ourselves. And then we start feeling crappy about ourselves because we're serving a population of people that aren't for us. I see it in our personal lives with people where we get into relationships or we get into groups and we get into these situations and like if we had to be totally transparent and honest with ourselves, we wouldn't have done it like flat out. We wouldn't have engaged in it because we didn't have the courage within ourselves to say, my goodness, 
I need to pivot. I need to switch gears. I can't get further in line. I know that I made promises in the past, but it's just no longer relevant. So that all being said, this whole idea of fear is being caused by these elements of not being sure that our honesty would be received well, not being confident that we could be able to attract the people that will accept us for who we are. We don't have to do backbends, mental backflips in order to get them to like us and appreciate. Like, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know what? Yeah, that's great, Denise. I know I live in a world where a lot of us are people pleasing and an overwhelm and anxiety because of failure of not being honest with themselves. So what, how do we, how do we get past that? And that's great that you ask, because I, I want to answer that question. And I want to answer in a statement that is, what do you have to lose? Honestly, what do you have to lose? When I think about my last job before I become a, became an entrepreneur, it was built on so much fear, fear of how am I going to pay for my health insurance and certain things? How am I going to do my livelihood? Who, where are my next clients are coming from? I need the security of this 401k. I need all of this. And it was always built on fear. And when you're operating from fear, you can't think rationally. And I know this, this is easier said than done. You might be in a job situation yourself that's paying your rent and you don't really have any other options. I'm not speaking to those people who obviously have commitments and responsibilities and they don't have the resources. I'm not speaking to that. But I'm, I'm asking you, if you need to, to be totally transparent and honest with yourself, ask yourself, am I really doing this business? Am I doing this job? Am I in this relationship? Am I doing this because I... I'm not allowing my mind to think creatively as a way to get out or transform or reinvent what I'm doing. Because I think for a lot of us, the reason why we're stuck in fear, the reason why we find ourselves repeating these dysfunctional patterns is because we've never allowed our brain to fully explore the possibilities. When our brains take the wheel. <laughs> Once confronted with a challenging situation, it will literally go to the worst case scenario. And then we, as, then we conclude, well, based on this worst case scenario, I'm just going to either avoid it or deny it or pretend it's not happening until it hits a climatic point, like this, the, this point where we almost cannot avoid it. And then we take action. And I think that if you're listening to this podcast that you're listening you're hearing my words you don't want to be a part of any of that action you don't want to be part of any of that scene where you're waiting for it like stuff to just blow up and go to hell and then figure out okay what should I do next how do I do the cleanup crew this is not what I want you to do so what I want you to do about this how, how do we fight this fear how do we get more inventive is we get creative. We think about our possibilities. We think about what we can do right now in the present. Micro little things. Perhaps I need to get on the call. Perhaps I need to go on a call and talk about with someone and be honest and say, hey, this is on my heart. I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't know how you're going to be received, it, but I know that I'm not helping you nor me for not being totally honest. 
And that's this is an example. If you need to transform a, a, a relationship with someone, maybe we need to transform your business. Perhaps we need to be slowly untangling from commitments that were built on desperation and fear and worry rather than being honest and transparent about what we could do and who we could help. Perhaps it needs to some things in your copy need to shift. Perhaps some things within your social media account needs to shift in order for you to get into alignment. Because I think for a lot of us, it's so freaking easy to chase that dollar bill or that rupee or whatever currency that you operate wherever you are. Because I know I do have some people outside of the United States who are listening to this podcast and get ourselves in these patterns that aren't in alignment with who we are. And here's the thing. I always do check-ins with him myself, you know, every four months. I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? And actually, as I'm talking about this, is a really great time for me to mention my course, Amazing Attitude, is a 21-day audio program. And one of the things that I, I ask in the program is, you know, how can you get more into alignment? I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below if you're interested in, in pursuing that. But I just wanted to say that you... I'll, Owe it to yourself right now, like right now to say, how can I untangle? What can I do right now to get away from the things that I know is not going to help me and get run towards the things that you know can be fruitful and positive and motivated? One of the things that I do that has helped me and I've told other clients this and I recommend to you is literally have little notes on your phone or around your house that literally remind you constantly about what you want because it's your why that triggers the thoughts, that creates the decisions, that creates the actions that, re- that will help you really know that you are on your way, you're motivated and you're excited about what you want. A lot of times I hear people say, I want this, I want that. And I'm like, well, how do you get yourself excited? How do you get yourself motivated? And they go, oh, I don't know. Well, you don't know because there's no plan. And the plan requires you to have it on top of your mind all the time. If you find yourself stuck, you have to really now ask yourself, am I more addicted to the being fearful than I'm looking towards the solution? Am I looking towards something that's going to help me get out? And I'll be honest with you, just like just totally transparent for a lot of years of my life, I literally was addicted to being miserable and sad and being confused. And I I honestly can say that with clarity because, you know, all the people around me, because I was talking to you earlier, we we tend to replicate the things in our environment, all the people around me, all the things, the, the common themes was more or less, I'm a victim and life sucks. And it made me feel good to feel as if I wasn't to blame. I didn't have any personal responsibility to changing my weight or my relationships or the things that I did for a living. Because it was far, far easier for me to externalize the blame than to be honest with myself. And that took allowing myself to be vulnerable with myself on a deeper and deeper and deeper level. And that's why I mentioned Amazing Attitude. Because that will allow you the space and the, and the environment for you to really hone in on that issue. Because I don't want you to 
stay stuck unnecessarily. And the other thing that I want you to think about as we talk about this idea of fighting fear is I want you to get really excited about the possibilities. When I think about when I after I gave birth to my son many years ago, (laughs) you know, one of the things that really excited me was about how my body would be able to adapt to postpartum life. Because, you know, from nine, as as I was pregnant and the baby was growing, like I had to adapt to my body transforming. And then this was another state of my body post, you know, giving birth, like, and how can I stay fit? How can I provide myself the nutrition and the diet and the exercise I need to reclaim the fitness that I once had. And I got excited because this was a new challenge that I never embarked on before. And I bet you, if you look at your life right now, there's something that it seems scary, but it's exciting because you will learn so much more about yourself as well as the process. If, if my dear, you're willing to work through that insecurity, that unknownness but I believe that if you're listening to this podcast you are up for and you are excited and you are ready and you are on fire for learning and growing and sharing your experience your hope and your joy of learning because I truly believe that we all have something that we can offer and we we learn our gifts of experience are learned through working through the fears and the unknown and seeing what is possible. I I thought for myself when I, for example, going back to that pregnancy example for me personally is I, I had some tremendous, tremendous wrist pain, tremendous, tremendous wrist pain. It was so painful to hold my baby even for large times because it was so, it was filled, my, my whole body was just had so much fluid retention. And I thought, oh, I'm never going to do push-ups again. I'm never going to be doing this. And now I just think about like, now I do more push-ups than I even did before I was pregnant. And I realized it was because I was willing to allow myself to push through the pain, willing to see myself on the other side and never giving up on that image. For a lot of us, the reason why we stay stuck in fear is that the image that we have is of depression, of sadness, of fatigue. But I bet you right now, if you're willing to be totally honest with yourself, you should be able to see glimmers of hope and prosperity. And and it doesn't matter what part part of your life in your business or your personal life, you can see the possibilities. I want you to write that, that down. What does that look like? What do you want to see? Why do you want to see? Why does it look important to you? Why is it important to you? Get really connected to that end goal. And I bet you it's absolutely impossible to stay stuck in fear when you're stuck in growth okay let's kind of recap everything that we've talked about this whole idea of fear is coming from a place of our bodies our minds desperate way to conserve energy and to keep us safe in the familiar doesn't want to risk anything it doesn't want to expend unnecessary energy and it doesn't want us to examine how we can work through this and you know it's really hard too when we live in a society where there's certain ideals and certain standards that we feel like if we don't own we don't match up to them then we're a failure and it's hard to buck against the the standard 
when we know things are not to are not working out for us, but it may be working out well for somebody else. And the way we can get harmonized to and go back to where we know we need to be, where we're authentic, it comes from a place of honesty. It comes from a place of vulnerability, first for ourselves and then with others. Sometimes we may need to have the hard conversations about what needs to shift, what needs to change. And we we can't appeal to everyone. And that's just unfortunate but true thing but what we can do is allow ourselves the space to welcome people who are willing to have those honest conversations with us and sometimes we need to untangle some things that may have worked in the past but are not working well now and you know what that looks like and then lastly i want you to imagine the possibilities what does it look like if you're fully stepping into faith and you're fully allowing yourself to see and then and and dance in the unknown and even though the pain may be really uncomfortable, there is a light at the end of the towel. There is that space where you can be yourself, no matter how what that looks like. And, and it's not going to be based on what anybody says because we're all work, walking our own unique path. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you share this episode to someone else if you think they may have value from it. Well, that is it. Thank you so much. Take care and be awesome.